Cinnamon sugar toast might be the most delicious type of toast. Some call it a struggle meal, a means of getting by. I'm Felicia Mysick. For almost 20 years, I've been helping people in their pursuit of success, amplify the leader within them to unlock hidden potentials to become change makers in their personal and professional lives. My life started when I decided to make intentional moves. Join me and our Decide Storytellers as we unpack the myths of the struggle and how the decisions we make intentionally lead us from struggle to success. Here's this week's Decide Story. Thank you. Hi. How are you doing today? Pretty good, pretty good. Now, Rico, you know that an average person makes over 35,000 choices in a day. Yes, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to think you're going to wake up, you got to get dressed, you got to put your shoes on, you got to think, do I do my hair? Do I choose this? Do I do that? Tons of choices every single day. And I'm curious um, on how you uh, decided to make this one choice about being a politician. You know, <laughs> and could you take us through that journey? I, I would be delighted to uh, take you through the journey of how I came about becoming uh, uh, a man for the people. Uh, I, I don't say politician because I, I hold myself to a, a different avenue. Um, when you think about politicians, you think of those, you know, those who go to Harrisburg, who, those who create laws, those who create bills, those who go to DC and do the same thing. But I am someone who wants to be a part of the people I want to work with the people. I want to learn what their ups and downs are. I want to know what makes them tick. And I want to know what makes them wake up every morning and progress on to that next step. So what really started me in this was, I guess, part of it's my military career. Uh, I've been in the military for the past 12 years. And going through that whole process uh, of ranking up and the structure that I learned there and bringing that back home. I got involved with different youth mentorship programs. I also went on different mission trips. I also tried to start different organizations within schools. I'm also a member of the NAACP. So all of that stuff that I'm doing and have done allows me to work hand in hand with the people, the constituents. And I said, well, I'm out here now working with the people. That's never gonna change, but how can I progress more to help the people more? So I say, well, politics is the next step. So if I get into the political realm and start fighting for the people, then that's my next step. But in doing so, I want to listen to what the people have to say and continue that. Sorry. That's, that's about it. <laughs> that's, my, that's how I pretty much got into it. Let's, let's unpack this, okay? So. You decided that you wanted to get into this world because you wanted to make an impact. How did, how did like you ran for office? Yes. Let's talk about that. Like you ran for office. You have to embrace the fact that you didn't win. So what happens? Like, what are you doing now? Like you, you ran for office. You didn't, you didn't get that crown. Is that <laughs> <laughs> but I want to know why are you still here then? What? Because right now I still see you out there pushing. So tell us why you're still here. Because you could have just hung up, you know, hung it all up and said, you know what, I'm out. I I put my name in the hat. It didn't work. 
and you're telling me you're a man of the people and you're still pushing that. So talk to us a little bit more about that. So running for politics, I, I learned a lot of things and I got involved in a lot of different things and it was hard. There were some rough patches. There were some easy things that came natural. Walking every day, knocking on doors was not easy, but it created the conversation. It created the bond between myself and the people. So I can't represent somebody without knowing more about them and their troubles. So doing a door to door knocking, that, that part was hard. But I truly don't see it as a loss because my first and primary goal in running for politics was to help the people. So I will keep helping the people regardless if I win, lose or draw. The point is the people are what matters. Not winning the seat, going to Harrisburg, going to D.C. Those are things that come after. But the people are what's first. So I'll keep doing my criminal justice clean slate program. I'll keep helping people through the NAACP. I'll keep helping people in the community. That's never going to stop. And I will keep doing that regardless if I win, lose or draw the next time I run. And as of right now, I'm going to be actually running for Rochester Council. So I want to get on council. I want to learn, you know, I want to learn the grassroots of government. Um, I don't want government to like pull me in and dictate what I do. I want to learn working alongside the people and work my way up to the state house and, and be an effective member that can effectively help the people and their problems that they go with every day. I want to make their life better. I want to make your life easier. I want to make my neighbor's life easier. And I want to make the guy Pennsylvania easier. Okay. So I'm coming at you hard because I'm, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to that right now because, you know, you were out there, you were out there, you know, knocking on doors and doing everything you said you, you did. And you're telling us you're not a politician. Okay. And what is the phrase you're using? Hey. So that, what was that? You're not a politician. Tell me the phrase you're using again. Um, well, I like to say I'm a man for the people. You're a man of the people. Or for the people. A man for the people. For the people, from the people. For the people, from the people. And so right now you are still out there knocking on doors, talking with people now, or you're just involved with programs? Well, I sort of do both. Uh, because one program just recently that we did, uh, I got with a group of individuals. Uh, I got with Donnie Donut and also Top Shine Cleaning, uh, Peter Jackson. And we got together and we took food boxes to families in need over the Christmas holiday and also brought toys to individual families. Wow. It wasn't something that we broadcasted out. It and like, you know, talking with the other guys, I said, let's not broadcast this. Let's just do it. We don't need fanfare and the crowns and the whistles and stuff like that. We don't need to make a mockery of what we're doing, but we need to do it so that we can help the people. And that's, and that's the bottom line. So I, I'm going to get out there. I'm going to keep going out there. It's like, it's like you said, it's not going to stop. Yeah. So I mean, you're including different people in your journey then. Like you said, you're working with Donnie Donut and who was the other person? Uh, Peter Jackson from Top Shine Cleaning. Shine cleaning. Okay. Um, 
Now, what other type of relationships are you forming right now? Well, the the networking and the relationships never stop. They just grow. Um, I was literally eating breakfast this morning and a gentleman came to me and said, aren't you Rico Elmore? And I said, yes, sir. He said, oh, well, I, I do, you know, I do this, this and this with kids. I have I work with, you know, youth centers. And I see that when you, when you ran your election that you are very adamant about that. I said, yes, sir, I, I am. That, that's my, I would say that's my cinnamon and sugar, but that's my bread and butter. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that's what I do. And he's like, oh, well, that's perfect. Let's, let's talk. We exchange numbers. We've communicated. And we're looking at opening, if everything works out right, we want to open up youth centers in like individual areas that don't have anything. Uh, we want to open one up in Rochester, Alacopa, Baden, Freedom, you know, outside of, even outside of the district, Beer Falls. Just we want to go to places who don't have things for youth to do, and we want to bring something for them to do. Okay, so, so you just make the you just make the connections. Um, I enjoy it. I have fun. I met business people. I've met individuals who have started their own businesses. I've met individuals who are uh, managers in businesses. Uh, it's it's a more remarkable journey, but I, I can never forget where I come from, so I know where I'm going. And I, and I hold that saying very dear to my heart because, you know, if I go out there and try to be somebody I'm not, it's going to reflect. And then when that disappears, let's say, you know, I do, I do, I win the state house and then I, I go there for 10 years I, and then I retire. I'm still coming back home. I'm coming back to good old Beaver County, Pennsylvania, either Beer Falls, where I'm originally from, Rochester, anywhere else in Beaver County. And I'm going to be a part of that community. So I don't want to make uh, negative uh, influence or, or be negative towards my constituents or the people in my community. So I want to embrace the community, find out what they need, and make it happen in or out of office. I like that. So you discovered you want to be involved with politics at an early age through youth groups. Yes. You're embracing the fact that you're new to all this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a learning process because I like that you said networking and relationships never, never end. How are you maintaining um your determination to move forward because I I've read some of the comments to you and I see the positive and the negative. How do you keep active in this world? What, why are you not quitting? So some people look at negative comments as a downer. Some people look at positive comments as an upper. They lift you up. They make you happy. I look at those in different ways as well as how other people look at it. So a negative comment to me means one of two things. One, you had to have read what I post, write, say. So you had to have listened to what comes out of my mouth or what I type to then develop or perceive something in your own mind and thought to write to me about it or to say something about it. So you're listening. Positive comments are the same thing. You're listening, good and or bad, you're still listening. The other thing I tell people is be quick to listen, 
and slow to speak. Because if you listen to what I'm saying and you let that digest, if you don't understand or don't agree with it, then just text, call, or and ask me, what am I talking about? You don't understand. But a lot of times you see the negative comments because people will be quick to say something but not understand where I'm coming from because there's two sides of a story, but there's only one truth. But perception can be different on both of those sides. All right. Well, I, so you're saying from your perspective, when you look at something, you know that someone's hearing you out. So that's how you maintain your determination. So is there any like affirmations and stuff that you say to yourself? Um. Well, I, I, I had a quote on, on Facebook not too long ago that was basically, you know, what are you doing with your life? Are you using your skills to build up or tear down? And I say that every day in what I do. If I if I go out and do something, if I go dig a trench for somebody or, or a French drain for somebody, is that French drain helping them or is it hurting them? And every course of action in life that you do, you have to think about it. It can be positive for you, but is it positive for somebody else? So I, I look at things like that in my life. So I, I try to stay on the positive lane, but I'm only human. I'm going to make mistakes, but I need individuals to I th- I, I take my apology. If I make a mistake or I say something I'm not supposed to or I go out of line about explaining something, I apologize. But at the same time, I'm human. We all make mistakes. Even the best president, legislator, councilman and or woman make mistakes. But we can't hold the mistakes against them. We have to use the mistakes as stepping stones in learning proverbs. It's like if you mess something up, if you make macaroni and cheese and you put too much milk in there, you made a mistake. Great. But I always make good mac and cheese, so it's okay. All right. So we got through the whole decide. Now I got to take, oh, actually you said you're going to evolve into, uh, you're looking to run for council next. That's your next move. You're looking to run for council. Yes. I want to take you all the way back, you know, because we we went through everything I heard you, but I need to hear more. You want to okay. make an impact, right? You want to make an impact. You want to make yes. a difference. Why politics? Why not just go into the nonprofit area? Why politics? Well, when you look at politics, uh, everyone looks to the politicians for answers, okay? Mm -hmm. We voting constituents, the voting population, the voting people, we vote them in to speak our voice. They are supposed to hear what we need, want, or desire, and then make the vote to critique what we want, desire. So at the end of the day, you look to that politician for the advice to help you look to that politician for you know what's right or wrong and that's why i chose to go into the political sector because i feel like you can help more people 
And not only am I helping just those in my district that we all share together, I'm helping others in other districts. I tell you, no, no lie. There are people who call me today and ask me questions regarding political things. And I tell them, I'm not your state legislator. I'm not, I'm not a politician for one. And they say, that's why we call Okay, so we may have had a slight delay there, so we'll try to edit that part out. <laughs> we're back. We're back. All right, I like that. All right, so I know I caught you off guard by saying, "Hey, you lost." I wanted to know because I want to know how you felt through that. You know, so now you you haven't stopped because you still want to do this. Now you're looking to run for Rochester um, Council. How yes. did you get to that point? Well, whenever I started the whole political journey, uh, I set a goal for myself. And that goal was, was simple. Knock on 100 doors. And I did that. And I said, well, that wasn't, that wasn't hard. Let's go to 500. Got there. That wasn't hard. Let's go to 1,000. I just kept doubling it and doubling it and going. Okay, now you got to go talk to, talk to the people. Because, like, let me, let me revert back a little bit. In the primary... You talk to strictly your party. In the general, you talk to everybody. So the, these 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 stepping stones, these walls, just knocking them down, knocking them down. So in, in that process, a lot of people stated to me that you should go, you should run for council if you don't make it for the state house. And you're you're doing great. But if you happen to not make it, don't give up. And that's, I'm like, I'm not going to give up on the people. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to run for council in the town that I live in. So I run for council and get some experience in the governmental avenue. Try to get some, get my feet wet, so to speak. And once I get my feet wet, then people will never say that you don't have the experience. Because that was a big thing. You don't have the experience to be a state legislator. And I said, well, no one has the experience. You have to do it in order to get the experience. So now that I, you know, I didn't make it, which still did very well, I'm going to come back. I'm going to be a councilman and I'm going to help progress Rochester and then continue and progress to 16th district. Okay. So this is where the man of the people come in. All right, because you're saying, look, I, I'm coming from the people. I'm not a politician. I don't have all that experience. So that's where that comes in. I'm a man of the people. I like it. I see where you're going. I see where you're going. But you know what? Right. Do me a favor. Tell me one fact, little known fact that no one knows about you. I have great hair. A little known fact. That yeah. people don't know about me. Yeah. Cool. I mean, if you're going to run for a council, we need to know a little something. Little, give us a little something else. I don't know. I'm an open book. So if anyone wants to know anything about me, like I was in the band. I played the, the drums. Yeah. I was in percussion. See, I didn't uh, know that. You played oh, percussion. You I, now, did you march? I did. I lo Actually, I love marching band. Nice. <laughs> What what uh what 
Uh, I played the snare drum. Snare. Really? Can you still do it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe in the twentieth uh, year reunion. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I need I need some years of practice. All right. All right. So here's here's the here's the uh, best question of the day. Um, I need your unpopular opinion. Give me an unpopular opinion. Your unpopular opinion. Of of me or just. Just your opinion. opinion. It's an unpopular opinion. I want to know your unpopular opinion. Or, you know, like the, the, I always use this one. Chick-fil-A is not that good. Everybody sits there and raves about Chick-fil-A. And I'm like, it is not that good. No, I can, I can mess with them. It's not that good. It's, but that drive through is fire, though. I mean, I, there are, they got like three lines going. I mean, you get through that drive through within like one minute. It'd be 40 cars and you're in and out. So I, that drive through is amazing. But as far as that, all I do is eat their chicken nuggets. But that's my unpopular opinion. Chick-fil-A is not that good. What is your unpopular opinion? My unpopular opinion is in the political genre, anybody can be involved in politics. Anybody can get in. There is no, there should be a, a, a pre-requirement to get into it. Besides the, you know, 25 years old citizen, uh, stuff like that. But outside of that, you're just representing the people that you are in, in contact with every single day. Um, so a lot of times you see doctors, lawyers, judges, stuff like that becoming politicians. It's like, so why can't, the, why can't your average Joe be a politician? And a lot of people think that, you know, you have to have the experience. Uh, you have to be in government. You have to be a part of some big organization. And that's not the case. Yeah, I think that is usually the, um, the biggest biggest thought that everybody thinks is you have to have some type of experience to get there. So is your experience before you ran the first time? Did you have any experience at all before that? Besides the military, the military hmm. gave me the, the militaristic side of government, the multi deployments, seeing different nationalities, seeing how the difference between uh, dictator, communist, and democracy. You know, I, I, I have the I have the privilege to have experienced those different government levels. And it's 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 great that I had that opportunity. Wow, I like that. So that all helped form your, it helped your mind because like this area that you're in, Rochester, just Beaver County alone, there's not a lot of different diverse, there's not a lot of diversity in uh, race, ethnicity. You're on mute. Sorry. Um, that that was, you know, speaking on that, that that was a really big hot button, super huge, and it was something I had to deal with. And the story is, 
you're black. Why are you a Republican and not a Democrat? And I said, wait, wait, that's that's just you want to create unity, but you're allowing for division. Growing up as a child, my mother told me you can do whatever you want growing up. Many other individuals were told the same exact thing. But why is it that when you change the narrative, when you change the quote unquote, that's how just that's just how things are. When you change that, why is it such a big fight? It's such a big issue. I overcame that very simply. And I asked the individuals who stated that, I said, do you know what I have got involved in prior to running my election? I said, oh, yeah, that was great. You know, you did the clean slate workshops. You got involved with it. You're in the NAACP. You're in the military. I mean, you are you're a great guy. I mean, you and I'm not trying to put myself on a pedal stool, but they people have stated that you've done a lot for the community. And I said, yes. I'm the same guy who did that and who is now running as a Republican. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't connect me to other individuals that you don't like. Just because you may not like somebody in the party doesn't mean I'm the same person. And and I guess that's what that's what really projected me through you know, the, the racial tension. Yeah, because I believe I like what you said with they went to see you and not put their projections onto you. And I think a lot of people don't realize that that's what they're doing. They are having a a feeling about someone else and they project that onto you or maybe they have something internally that they're projecting onto you. However, when it comes down to Republican issues that they uh, the Republican Party issues. Um, do you have a lot of people coming to you saying that they don't understand how you as a uh, black American feel it's right to be a Republican with the issues that Republicans stand for? How do you feel about those comments? Every comment that's made to me, I, I digest it. I listen to it. I reason with it. And I come back with my rebuttal on that. Being a Republican and being a Democrat are just words. They're just names associated with a party line. You as an individual do not need to walk that party line because you're only be held to that party if that's what you believe. I look at both sides. Me personally, I am a pro Second Amendment guy. Why? Because I'm in the military and I've dealt with firearms in many countries and states. I have a respect that I have learned in my service for that. So that's why I hold those values. But then also, a lot of times you see on the, the Democratic side, 
it's uh, they look at criminal justice reform. I'm huge on that. I do, like I said, I do the clean slate expungement workshops. I'm looking at doing pardon hubs in Beaver County. I want to help people in any means that I can to make their lives easier so that they can progress forward in their life. Everyone makes mistakes. The question is, did you learn from that mistake and are you ready to proceed forward? But we, if we sit here and hold it over your head for the next 30 years, you're not gonna wanna proceed forward. You're gonna get in trouble again Possibly, this is my opinion, you'll get in trouble again and you'll be right back in the system and you'll be a product of the system, not a product of progression. So that's what I want to fight for. So party lines to me are not as important as the individual person and what they want for the people. And that's what's right. So I think your unpopular opinion <laughs> would be that black men from Beaver County can be Republicans. Black men anywhere. And, and, ah. and not, let's, not, let's not stop it at mm -hmm. men. There's women too. There are some very powerful, strong, motivated women that are out here who look at politics and say, that's a man's world. Don't want nothing to do with it. No. Get out there, get involved, go to the school board, go to council, be a magistrate, mayor. You can do anything, anything a man can do, a woman can do too. And I will never hold a woman down because she's a, I would never, that, that's not coming out of, that's, I'm not going to say it because <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yes. You probably have several women looking at you right now in that room you're at. <laughs> <laughs> So I like the man of the people. So as a man of a per, a man of the people who's running for uh, councilman in Rochester, is there anything that you want uh, to leave everybody on? Uh, the, the biggest thing I want to leave with everybody that that's watching. I thank you guys for watching this. Thank you guys for coming out, um, tuning in uh, quick to listen. Just listen to what's being said. Before you make your own input, just listen. Learn more about the individual who is running for these different offices. There are some great individuals running for office. There are some bad ones running for office. Just because a name is something you recognize does not necessarily mean it's the good choice, the best option. So really dive into the people that are running. And, and my second thing is, the, the individuals, uh, the the constituents, the people, we need you. We are here for you. I'm here for you. Politics aside, the people come first. And I'm never going to forget that. So if you see me out walking around or driving, wave. Say hi. Don't be like, oh, there's that Republican guy. <laughs> Don't look at it that way. Look at it as somebody who's out here who's going to fight for the people's best interest. And that's what I'm going to do. So I'm always approachable. Great. And our, 
right now on the screen for the podcast listeners, we put up Rico Elmer's Facebook page. So if somebody wants to follow you, that's the best way of following you and seeing what you're up to. Yes. All right. And you said you're involved with a number of organizations, um, your clean slate program, the NAACP, uh, your adventure with um, handing out food and gifts around Christmas time. Is those, these are things that you're going to continue to do throughout 2021? I will continue to do these through 2021, 22. I will do this when I'm elected. I would do, I, I'm going to keep doing these things. In fact, at the end of this month, February 24th, from 12 o'clock to two o'clock, I'm doing a food distribution in conjunction with the NAACP of Beaver County. And we're going to be at the church in New Brighton. Right, so would you come to New Brighton? It's the if you're going northbound, it sits right there on the right hand side. Okay, is that the one? Is the YMCA considered New Brighton? Is it um, I, I, I think yes, by by mailing, I believe by mailing address, it's considered New Brighton. The church is, oh, it's Holy Family Church. And the address for that is 1851 Third Avenue, New Brighton, PA, 15066. And we're going to be distributing food. Okay. Gina Harris wrote yes. So I'm thinking she's saying yes to the address. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure talking with you. It is, um, I love that you decided at a young age that you were going to get involved with politics or you chose politics later on, but you were, in, you were involved with Gino. Am I saying it wrong, Gino? I'm sorry about that. Gino. Not Gina. Oh, Gino. <laughs> Podcast listeners, I said Gina and it's actually Gino who said it. So my, my apologies, Gino. <laughs> Peter, you're laughing at somebody. I see you, Peter. So <laughs> actually, uh, Peter, if it's Peter Jackson, he's, uh, he's the CEO for top shine cleaning, uh, where oh. I who, who brought the idea of, you know, doing a Christmas giveaway and along with Donnie donut. And, and then we're actually doing one for Easter together as well, too. So, I mean, we're going to be out there. We're out here for the people every way, shape or form. It's hard right now. And we're just trying to make life a little bit easier. Okay. Wonderful. And <laughs> now I officially put Gino on the spot. So now he's just letting us all know that he's the king of Beaver County. So <laughs> I must find you, Gino. <laughs> what does the king of Beaver County look like? <laughs> oh, he's coming so, on next. Let's get him out here. He's coming on next. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And um, Peter keeps writing Easter. So what is, does that mean something to you? We're, our our next event is going to be Easter. Okay. But that will be uh, that'll be posted out there soon. All right, and then we have Julie coming on saying Rico is all about unity in the community. Rico has <laughs> said that several times tonight, so we are completely uh, fully aware of that. But I am uh, I, I I think the <laughs> highlight for right now is to figure out who the king of Beaver County is. <laughs> so just. <laughs> 
you discovered long ago that you were uh, through youth groups that you wanted to be in politics. Um, you embraced uh, your skill sets and limitations and knowing now that you want to work from a ground level and move your way up so you can learn more and no one can ever tell you anymore that you have no experience because you've gone a hundred doors, 500 doors, you name it. You've just been out there and now you're gaining experience because your whole goal is to maintain that level of being the man for the people. Um, and that's how you're conditioning. You're staying involved with different organizations. Um, like Julie said, Rico is all about unity in the community. So he's constantly being out there. So if you guys do not know Rico, please find, find him online. Uh, he's determined. He, he's, he keeps his perspective um, clear because he listens to people. I think that's one of the biggest things I do when I do my beside workshops and my mastermind group. It's all about listening, you know, and if you don't listen, you, you miss out on so much, you know, people, when you hear the negative comments, you listen to them and you figure out your main thing is they heard me in the first place. They wouldn't have taken time out of their day if they didn't hear me. So if you guys want to follow Rico, it's facebook.com. On uh, is rico.elmore.3. There's three of you online. <laughs> three Rico Elmers. Or is that number three? <laughs> number three significant. Um, but I like the fact that you're maintaining your determination by listening to everyone and making sure that everybody hears you and you hear them because you are, again, the man of the people. Um, Gino is writing again uh, that he's for the people from the people vote Elmore. I love it. And he's evolving his story from, you know, running for office and losing his first time. And I said it, it hurts. We got to say it, but you're running for office, but you're not stopping there. You are evolving and trying to run for council. And I think for that, I love hearing your decide story and why you decided to keep moving forward. And I want to thank you so much for spending some time with me today and uh, letting us know what you're doing and your unpopular opinion do you want to change it or do you want to keep it? Um, what, 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 do you, what do you think my unpopular opinion is after after hearing? What, what is your viewpoint of my unpopular opinion? Well, I think your unpopular opinion is about uh, Republican, being a Republican and what that means to you and how many people have thoughts on that already. Right. So so in that, just not being, you know, black or being being a Republican and stuff like that, I want people to to listen. Like I said, my unpopular opinion is what people say that you can't be, go do it. Go push forward to become. Go change the narrative. Is that why we became a Republican? It's because someone told you you can't be that? Well, a lot of people told me I couldn't do it. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> okay. I haven't had family members tell me I couldn't do it. Mm. Um, and, I, and that's very unpopular in this area. So I hold, I hold that. And I mean, I looked at the values of the Republican Party and what, and what they held, you know, fiscal responsibility. The, and those are two big things I held. A large military. I mean, we need protect. We got a message coming in from Gino Harris. And 
Rico froze on us a little bit, so I don't know if everybody can still hear him. If you can do me a favor, if you're on the live right now, please go ahead and write that in the post that you can still hear me, or if you can hear Rico. I know, Peter, that's what I'm saying. Can you hear me, Peter? Perfect. Well, Rico's frozen, and I enjoyed having him on with me today. I want to thank all of you guys for joining um, for joining us. Rico froze. <laughs> I'm reading the comments for everybody listening to the podcast. Rico froze like Sid off of Ice Age. I think that's the best comment of the day. <laughs> Rico, if you can, please find me online because I need to uh, figure out who you are so I can I can uh, figure out who the uh, king of Beaver County is. Honestly, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, so we, everybody, thank you so much. I am having fun doing these cinnamon sugar toasts, listening to people that decide storytellers. If you know of somebody who has a great story that we should hear on their process on how they like out of all the alternative, all the decisions they can make and how they like came up to one and walked through it. I would love to talk with them. I'm trying to have some fun here. I'm trying to listen to people's decide stories. So again, thank you guys for tuning in and listening and everybody who's watching live, please like up this video, tell Rico that you enjoyed hearing him and uh, follow him, please. He sounds like he's the guy to watch. Talk to you all. Talk to you all later. Bye now. Thank you so much for listening to Cinnamon Sugar Toast. To watch the video or leave a comment for our Decide Storyteller or me, visit cinnamonsugartoast.com. Have a Decide Story to share? Leave me a message. I hope you'll join me again next week as we hear another Decide Story. And if you want help to take the next step in your pursuit of success, to amplify the leader within, visit feliciamysic.com.